Bags Get Tested. Mother approved. I'm the Kid Ruben. I'm the Mom Dawn, and hello. Hi. Mom, I got a question for you. Yes, Ruben. Who do you, th- who do you think he died for? So, he died for me. He died for you. That's what he said. I would die for you. Me. That movie sucks. Uh, but let's you, we'll talk about that in a minute. If you've never listened to the podcast before, Kid Tested Mother Approved is a weekly podcast where each week we pick a theme or a theme is given us, and then we pick a movie for each other to watch based on that theme. But we're doing something before that, and I didn't run this past you. We normally do our fun little bits at the end, but everyone has been hounding me. Hey, Ruben, when are you going to read Twilight? When are you going to read Twilight, Ruben? When are you going to read Twilight? And Hollywood, Hollywood knew about this, okay. and they announced something. What did they announce? The same week that I said I was going to start doing this. Yes. Okay? Oh, yes. Robert Pattinson has been cast as Batman. Okay, mm. here's the thing. Okay. This poor man. Has been reamed, hasn't he? Yes. Because of a, mov- a movie series he did 10 years ago for money. Right. That he hates. Right. But it was him doing that has now been able, like, because he did those, he's able to sustain himself and do weird little independent movies he wants to do. And he's done some good, I mean, he's, he's a, a good great actor. actor. Yeah, he's, he's really good. proven himself. But everyone's like, uh, is he going to sparkle? <laughs> Here's what I'm going to do to everyone. I want to go to everyone at his house, everyone that makes fun of this casting, okay? Okay. I'm going to go to their house. And I want to find things about them from 10 years ago. Exactly. And I want to be like, hey, pretty stupid decision you made 10 years ago. <laughs> and then I want to slap them in the head. Oh, I wouldn't do that. That would but, be very rude. But you know, it's like the, he was a kid when he made that decision. Right, and now he's older. And he's older and he's been able to do great movies. And he's been able oh, uh, Kristen Stewart should play Wonder Woman. Uh, Taylor Lautner should play Superman. Oh, those, it's like, shut up. You know what I mean? It's like. It's a role he played ten, like... Well, and the first thing is, too, they're not... Whatever people make a decision about movies, yeah. not everybody's going to be happy. So there's always this group of people that are going to complain. But this whole... So uh, This whole entitlement of fan culture that has taken over. And I don't mean to get, like, preachy. But, like, this... I mean, a lot of people are like, well, it worked for Sonic the Hedgehog. Enough people got upset, and now they're redoing it. They're going to make it look better. First of all, you think it's going to look better? I don't think so. It's not going to look better. Right. Second of all, you think screaming about something that you don't deserve an opinion about. Exactly. Makes you get your way, you sad, sad little baby. You're just... You're well, just, it, it... Yeah, because A, you're putting no money into it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you're going to the movies or maybe not. Meh. But you... it Yeah, and, you know, putting your opinion on a Facebook page or Instagram or Twitter... That's great, but do those people ever read it? Because I have to tell you, if I was a big person, I wouldn't read that. But harassing the filmmakers? Exactly. Robert Pattinson can't Google his own name without seeing some douche from Idaho being like, oh, oh, I think he sucks. I know, and I think what people need to realize more than anything, and this is my preschool teacher coming out, Robert Pattinson or anyone else that you comment negatively on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram that you don't know. That's a that's human being. Just, that's a person with feelings. And, just you're, like, and you're like, you suck. Yeah, just like you have feelings or your mom has feelings. or yeah. So before you, I even sometimes have to think about this. And here's what else I've learned about Facebook. So let's say I want to make a comment, mm-hmm. okay? I'm going to comment about something. 
everyone that is my friend is going to read what I said. And know how much of an idiot you are. Well, or whatever. If you make a stupid comment or an unkind comment, it doesn't even have to be stupid. It could just be rude. Uh, Sometimes it's even stopped me, even if I was just going to say something. Mm -hmm. It stopped me from saying it knowing that all the people that are my Facebook friends, not that I have many, I only have like 20 or something, but they were going to read it. Yeah. Is that something I want everyone to read? So people, now I'm on my soapbox, people need to think, these are people too, and how would you feel if someone in your family was treated the way that you just treated a complete stranger that you don't even know? Who makes more money than you'll ever see, so like... I was going more for the soft touch. Yeah, but but like also... Well, yeah, and and just don't be rude. But also, and, and I think at the same time, like, people are like, Oh, yeah, we can't use Heath Ledger's casting as an example because that that was a one in a million shot. You know, no, you know, no one expected that to be good and it was good. And you can't just say, oh, every bad casting is going to be like Heath Ledger. And it's like, yeah, but also look at Michael Keaton as Batman. People literally petitioned to get that stopped because he was a dumb comedic actor and they cast him as right. Batman. I- and people go, oh, well, that's that's only two of them. That's only two. What about Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor? That was pretty bad, right? Huh? 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 Yeah, what about Tom Hardy as Bane, which everyone thought was going to be amazing? And it wasn't? It was terrible. So you know, like, I mean, so but that's the movie. Sometimes yeah. you're right and sometimes you're wrong. It is crazy, though, that because I enjoy Batman, okay. I'm forced to go see it and support it. It is weird that I am forced to send DC a check for $100 because they make the movie. Oh, oh wait oh, a minute. Wait. I was like, wait, you I are? I have no obligation. If I don't like something, you don't I have don't to have to go see it. Right. You, you, it can still exist. Right. And it doesn't, it doesn't change my life at all. No. So, But none of our listeners would be rude. Yeah, if you're rude, get out of here. No, I mean, we all have opinions. I just, I just think... No, can you tell my voice is dropping? Um, I had my preschool teacher voice yeah. on. I just think we can be kind to people, and yeah. especially if people you don't know. Please don't give opinions of people you don't know. Yeah, you unless know? you have a podcast that you do with your mom. Well, because then I'm allowed to say whatever I want. Well, but we. I still think. I still think. Basically, it's our opinion. Yeah. And as you know, if we've everybody has heard. Opinions are like noses. Everyone has one. You know, so it's just... I mean, not everyone. Everyone has a nose. I can name two people that don't have noses. Michael Jackson and the Red Skull. (laughs) I don't know who the Red Skull is. He's the bad guy from Captain America. I still don't know who that is. And Michael Jackson has a little nose. Well, he doesn't now because he passed away. I mean, he definitely probably doesn't now. In fact, there's probably a lot of people that don't have noses now. Okay. (laughs) Anyway, we don't want to talk about that because that is gross. But anyway, just be my my biggest philosophy is just just be kind. It only takes a minute. Yeah, how fast do you think a nose decomposes? Because it's not bones or anything. And if you look at like skeletons, they, they have the little holes. Yeah. Because it's cartilage. It's yeah. just like your ears. Your ears aren't on a skeleton. Right. Can I just say something? What? I don't really like to think about that, but thanks so much. Okay. Well, hold on. What? Okay. Well, I want you to imagine a skeleton. Okay. Okay. Now give it a funny nose. <laughs> it's kind of fun. And like okay. ears, skeleton with nose and ears. That's kind of fun. That is kind of interesting. Get big old ears and a little tiny button nose. Boop. Um, so, okay. Anyway, that being said. Yes. I read the first chapter of Twilight. Did you want to talk about that now then? Yeah, we're just going to do that out the gate. Okay, I totally. Like, oh, you, 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 I peed mini. 
I did this. I've been listening for since every episode, Ruben. I listen. To, I'm I'm just a generic person. I was gonna say because the person that the person that paid for this is my girlfriend, and I'm probably gonna get in trouble for that voice. Yeah, I was gonna say because she she doesn't sound like that. No, she doesn't. She's beautiful and amazing. Uh, and I'm terrible for doing that voice. I was just trying to do a generic voice, and then I said I paid for this, which then I realized, whoops. whoops. <laughs> so say you're sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, um. Anyway, so and you're right. She did pay for she it. She did pay because for this. she said if you pay, and she did. So she was like, hmm, and I was like, oh crap. Yeah, you're in trouble. I'm in trouble. Okay, so go ahead. Chapter one of Twilight is garbage because here's Give the it thing. A chance. No, here's the thing: is I want to, but the character of Isabella Swan is so boring and so woe is me. Yeah. So the oh, but like the whole the whole first couple paragraphs is about. Her leaving her family in Arizona, which she seems to enjoy, but we don't get her like, I liked Arizona. And going to Forks, no one is making her go to Forks. She hates going to Forks. She just loves being miserable, apparently. Everyone's like, are you sure you want to go? And she's like, no, but I'm going anyway. We're never given a reason in the first chapter, at least, as to why she's going to Forks. So the movie, we're going to go ahead and and I won't say anything. You've seen the movie. Yeah, I saw the movie. But the movie explains why she went to force. But, like, who cares? It's like she she clearly... Okay, and then also, Stephanie Meyer's word choice is not great. She does not know how to use adjectives or whatever. Because when she gets to Forks or whatever, she stumbles her way off the plane. She drunk? <laughs> who stumbles their way off a plane? I don't know. You don't... Like, she can, you know, cautiously, like... I don't know how you would say... But when you say stumble... It sounds like she's drunk. Yeah, or she fell. Boom. Yeah, she fell. <laughs> the plane landed. Fell this one. Fell down the stairs like a cartoon character. Right. And then, um, she sees her dad, who she hates, but she doesn't. She doesn't directly say she hates him. She just feels bad for this man, who's like, "Hey, I'm just trying to live my life." And she's like, "Yeah, well, I pity you." And he's like, "Okay, thanks." And then she gets this truck that she just assumes she's gonna hate, and she, ugh, this horrible, horrible truck. No one is making you be here, you miserable piece of garbage. No one is telling, no one's forcing you to be here. Right. You chose to come here, but oh my dad, oh this, oh, it all sucks. Maybe you suck. Maybe you're the worst thing about this town. Because then she goes to school, and these people in her school are trying so hard to be nice to her. They're trying so hard. She's saying, oh, Mike seemed nice. Oh, this girl whose name I couldn't be bothered to remember seemed nice. You're a garbage person. Like, these people are trying to, like, include you and be like, hey, she's new. Let's let's include her. You know, we, we're a small town and we want to be polite and blah, blah. And she's just like, everyone sucks. The Cullens are beautiful. And everyone's like, yeah, they're kind of weird, but oh, well. Anyway. Like, do you want to be our friend? And she's like, the Cullens. And they're like, why are you attracted to them? There's, And then we meet Edward, and she sits next to Edward in science class. And it looks like he wants to sock her in the face the entire first chapter, which makes me think maybe he's also reading this book. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, the way that he is reacting to her in this class is how I was reacting to her as I'm reading this book. Where he just he looked upset. He looked like he smelled something bad, and he his cl- fist was clenched. Like he just wanted to just throw her through a wall. She's miserable. She's so mis like. In my opinion, you're supposed to like the main character, right? Because you're with them the entire book, right? 
And also, there's really dumb vampire jokes, like, sprinkled throughout the beginning, like, Stephanie Meyer's trying to be coy. Like, no one's gonna bite. My eyes rolled so far back into my head that they came out the other side. Oh. What? No, I was like, oh. Yeah. Um, No, that's what they got stuck. That would be bad. It just, it's the first chapter is like, okay. I am not a big reader. Like, I'm really not. I like some books. I'm very particular with the kind of books I like. I got to get hooked. I really enjoyed the first Harry Potter because the first Harry Potter doesn't really have, it doesn't have Harry in it, but it's talking about the Dursley dad and he's going through stand. He's noticing these weird little things like weird dressed people. Like he's noticing wizard world stuff, but he's not directly. That is a really good first chapter. It's a really good introduction to the world. It's a really good introduction. It sucks you in without even including the character. Right. So you're already involved. This first chapter is just, who cares? I'm miserable. I don't want to be here. Literally, no one is making you be here. Well, I want to be here. No, you don't. You, Your dad got you a car, and every question you asked was rude. Mm. Well, what year is it from? Wait, well, I think he got it this year. What year is it originally from, dad? He bought you a car, you butthead. <laughs> Like, your dad that's trying to be a part of your life bought you a car. Right. Oh, it's so sad he's not over my mom. Why would he be? Maybe he, like, we don't have any reason as to why your parents got divorced. They both say hi to each other. Like, they both tell you to say hi to them. And your mom's marrying a dude named Phil. And, like, she thinks her mom is incompetent. Because she's like, well, Phil's going to pay the bills. And Phil's going to put food on the table. Do you think your mom, like, licks rocks for sustenance? Like... (laughs) she has this like god complex about herself and it's so annoying huh well let's see how chapter two goes hopefully i mean i know it's not gonna happen like this but hopefully she gets flung into the sun and we follow that new girl her friend who seems nice no they just put her in a catapult and go you know what bye goodbye (laughs) no they do not oh so all right well did you do the spiel? Because I can't remember. I think I did the spiel. Okay. I don't think you did. I though. did the spiel because then I said, but. Oh, that's right. I totally forgot. All right. So our theme for this. So what we're doing is we're redoing. Rehash. It's it's a reboot. Reboot. We're rebooting our theme. We're rebooting the show. So this theme was. Gone too soon. Gone too soon. I always want to say, sorry, you're dead. That's what I said in the very first episode. Yes. And now it sticks in my head every time. Mm-hmm. So you watched. I watched Purple Rain. And I watched The Goonies. Let's have you go first because I'm just going to keep ranting and we don't want one of those episodes. I know. First, can I say something about, I think you should go first. You think I should go first? Only because I have to say something about your movie first. What do you mean? So, I was very excited for Purple Rain. Okay. Because it came out in I'll 19- go first. I'll go first. Then. Okay. We'll talk Purple Rain. Okay. I came out when I in 1984. I was a mm-hmm. senior in high school. Mm-hmm. The music was amazing. Yeah. So I was very excited to watch yes. this movie again. And then I realized as I was watching this movie that I had never seen this movie. Yeah. The movie, the parts that I saw were MTV music videos from the movie. Yeah. This movie sucks. Yes. It has a 60 something percent on Rotten Tomatoes and it's, I don't know how. It's terrible. The, the music is great. The music is great. That's what makes yeah. it good. And watching, I think, watching him perform, yeah. like when they're doing the concert parts, mm-hmm. I-, I loved to watch him the perform. Dude, the dude's a performer. Uh, I will be shocked if we don't get 
Prince returns the hologram concert in a couple years. You know what I mean? Because right. I don't I don't think we've talked about this on the show, but this is kind of a weird segue. But like Roy, uh, Roy Orbison has been on tour recently as a hologram. This oh, is weird. not a joke. Wow. Frank Zappa has been on has done a couple concerts as a hologram. Huh. Uh, and Frank Zappa introduced his own concert with, hey, my name's Frank. I know you're as weirded out to see me as I am to see you. Uh, right? Super weird. Um, but like, so the Roy Orbison concert was much just, it was just Roy and a backing band. It was like an orchestra. Roy does his music, doesn't really do much banter because that's not what he did anyway. Right. Then he's done. The concert's over. Everyone leaves. Okay. The Frank Zappa one was more Frank Zappa will be there on stage and then he'll turn into a giant noodle picture of Frank Zappa and he'll play. Like it was much more Frank Zappa. Right. So now Roy Orbison is going on tour with Buddy Holly. That is so weird. Yeah. I will be shocked if there's not a Prince. You know what I mean? Because right. that just seems like Prince. Absolutely. Prince was a weirdo. And this. Uh, so, yeah. Okay. I do have to say this. I, I wouldn't consider him a weirdo. Oh, he's such a weirdo. I would consider him super duper artistic. No, he's a weirdo because <laughs> Prince was surrounded by Everyone that surrounded Prince, yes, manned him, obviously. Because Kevin Smith was doing like a documentary about Prince and then Prince canned it. was like, I don't want it. I don't want it out. And Kevin Smith was like, we just put so much money and time and effort in this. Now you don't want it out. Right. So it's away in some vault somewhere. But parts of it are in there. Uh, Kevin Smith described Prince as the kind of guy who could not understand why he couldn't have a camel come to his house at 3 a.m. He wants it. He's Prince. Why can't he have that? I I want a camel at 3 a.m. Give me a camel. Bring a camel. I want to see a camel right now. Um, he, was a, he was so weird. Very artistic, very weird. There's a story about him in my old work, my first job ever. At, at the... I, I used to work at... I told, have I never told you this story? No, because okay. I have to tell you, I have always kind of thought he was kind of cute. I didn't realize he was five foot two. He's a little man. I didn't realize that, but I so, still thought he was kind of cool and on the bike. And when I was in high school, I had a job at an arena. And yes. if you're f- in familiar with San Jose, it was the HP Pavilion. Now it's called the SAP Center. What it's where I, the Sharks play? It's where the Shar- San Jose Sharks play. Blowing it, by the way, they're blowing it. <sighs> they got two more games. They're gonna blow it. No, they're not. Yes, they are. They're, they're gonna, gonna blow it so hard. They're gonna win the Stanley Cup. No, they're not. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Um. Yes, they are. No, they're not. So yeah. the Bruins are going to take it. No, so the so this is before I worked there. This is okay. maybe a year or two before I worked there. Uh, Prince came in concert. Okay. Yes. And if you're unfamiliar with the SAP Center, uh, the ushers and the workers there were these very iconic purple jackets. Are they purple they're or blue? They're bluish purple. Yeah. Everyone was like, they're blue, they're purple. They're bluish purple. They really are kind of like, depending on what they're paired with is what they look. Right. So... Uh, Somebody walks into the uh, dressing room area where all the coats and everything, the coat room, and they go, hey, this room needs to be cleared out. And the ladies working there are like, why? Prince wants to come down and buy a jacket. They're like, we'll just give him this one. And they're like, no, you misheard us. Prince wants to come by down and buy a jacket. So this room needs to be clear. The only ones in here can be you two. He wants to buy it from you. And then, and that's it. So they had to clear out. They had to put people had to go into the dressing rooms, not come out while Prince was in there. No one could look. No one could interact with Prince except the two women in the dressing room. They cleared out the hallway. 
Prince walked in, paid for the jacket. What jacket did he buy? The purple usher's jacket. He <laughs> bought a purple uniform jacket from us. That's funny. And left and then did his concert. Because huh. he, he liked the purple jackets. And that's where when you're like, oh, he wasn't weird. He looked at those and went, I want that. I'm going to go buy one. Okay. Do whatever you want. Wow. Um, now, he was he was weird. Um, so this movie is speaking. Okay. And he did two more other movies. Did you know What? That? Under the Cherry Moon and oh. Graffiti Bridge. Oh, I was kind of hoping it was Purple Rain 2 and pur- 2 no. Purple 2 Rain and no. then Purple Rain 3. No, they were different. And one was all in black and white. I cannot argue about the, the quality of the music in this movie, though. Really good. Love When Doves Cry. Uh, Darling Nikki, I know, is the Foo Fighters song. So I was like, oh, the Foo Fighters and Prince had a really weird relationship where I don't know if they actually knew each other. And again, I'd love to be wrong. But they covered each other's music a lot, which is weird because Prince was like very like, no one does my music but me. Right. But like the Foo Fighters covered Darling Nikki at the Super Bowl. He covered covered The Best of You. Like he covered a Foo Fighters song at the Super Bowl, which is weird. Like right. why not just play your best stuff? Which is, yeah. Um, But he plays Foo Fighters, which is great. It was it was awesome. I remember hearing him being like, whoa, this dude, this dude can rock. Like this dude knows how to rock. Uh, that's about all he knows how to do. He's not a good actor. Nope. He's not. I don't know if he had any hand in the story, but the story is terrible. Yeah. Uh, he's okay. I'm gonna try and try and articulate what happened in this movie. Okay. So the entire movie feels like the club scene of Wayne's World. Yes. <laughs> Where okay, the movie starts with Prince on stage. Okay. The revolution. The revolution. The, okay, with my favorite character in this movie. The completely unenthusiastic stage announcer. Yeah. <laughs> okay, guys. Coming up next is the revolution, and everyone else in the crowd is like, "Wow! Yeah! Wow!" And he's like, "All right, next is uh, Reggie and his fun band, The Time." Yeah! Wow! Yeah! Thank you, everybody, for coming. Like, <laughs> and that was Morris Day. Morris Day. Yeah, yeah. Morris Day. Everyone was their own name. Yes. Prince didn't have a name. He was the kid. Stupid. Yes. Okay. And this movie tried to get really deep and thoughtful and it just didn't. Like it just got weird. Yes. And it had like, okay, so it starts off with the revolution is playing. What are they playing? Let's go crazy. Let's go crazy. Yeah. Cause it starts with the dearly beloved. We gather. I love that. It's not a bad song. It's a great um, song. It's one of my favorites. Yeah, he's very, again. That and Wind Doves Cry, yeah. which is a hard one to dance to. Yes. Very talented musician, very yes. talented writer, whatever, in the musically. Film, not so much. So the whole, the song's playing, and then we're kind of getting introduced to all three quote-unquote main characters. Yes. Morris, who is vacuuming his own home. Yes. And I think he's, I'm like, oh, this guy's like a housekeeper. And then he's not a housekeeper. He's the musician. I'm like, why was he? Okay. He was just chilling out before his show vacuuming. Like with like a headband on. I was like, all right. Then we're introduced to the woman who steals a cab for some reason. Like she she like doesn't pay for her cab fare for some reason and runs away. And then we're never really, that's never explained, huh? Why she has all that money, who she is, what she's escaping. Uh, No, just life. And she wants to make it big and she wants to be a rock star. Yeah. So. Yeah. If you don't want to talk about it, we don't No, no, no. To. The point is, the point is that I don't want to. That's the point of the show. Uh, <laughs> but so, so then, so she, so we get introduced to her, but we also get introduced to this third character. Now remember, the revolution is playing on stage. Yes. Okay? 
Who is the revolution fronted by? Prince. So we're also watching Prince get ready for this concert. Yes. It makes no sense. Oh, Why are yeah. we watching him get ready for a performance when he's already on stage performing? There's so many things like this in this movie that don't make any sense. There's a couple there's a couple scenes where we get a montage of things we've already seen. We've already it's like, hey, in case you zoned out for the last forty five minutes, <laughs> here's everything that just happened. Here's all the main scenes that just happened in a quick boom, 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 boom. And then like okay. The crowd loves Prince. And they're like, Woo! And he's got these there's so many subplots in this movie that are just like, What? Okay. There's these two women in his band that are like, we wrote this new song. And he's like, shut up. And they're like, thanks, I guess. Everyone is miserable in this band with him, by the way. Yes. But they keep coming out with him. Yes. There's never a scene where he's just on stage alone. No. Where they're like, the revolution. He's like, there is no revolution. It's just me. And then he sucks because he's so far up his own butt. Right. That he that he will not allow himself to be made the villain. Right. He's never the bad guy in this movie ever even when he's supposed to be the bad guy he's pl- still playing good music he's right. still looking like a bad boy. like it's never like oh he's trash right like he's like he still has his talent he still has this he still has and like, he's very small I just, he's such a little man i just didn't realize when i was looking at him there's a couple of scenes that he's wearing like a tank top or something he's so little he's teeny tiny it looked like he could just take your thumb and your forefinger and snap his little shoulder i'm telling you i need that picture of andre the giant holding him in a baby bjorn <laughs> okay that won't happen because i well if we're gonna find if him. somebody right now if somebody draws a picture <laughs> of andre the giant in a baby or uh, holding prince in a baby bjorn that would be funny Right, KTMA across the baby Bjorn. That's our official. That that's a shirt. I will. You will. You could have the profits of that shirt. There you go. If you just kid doesn't mother approved, like I don't get it. You don't have to. Right. Because it's under the giant holding Prince and a baby Bjorn. There you go. So this movie sucks. Um, and then he like falls in love with this girl. Apollonia. 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 Uh-huh. Someone that's her looked, real name. Someone looked at a baby and went Apollonia. Yeah, I think that's her stage name. I don't think that was her real real Maybe it was. I can't her remember. Her real name is Schmuggles. Yeah, Barb. <laughs> that's better than Apollonia. Uh-huh. So, and then, okay, we get this really weird scene of him going home and his dad is horrible yes like hitting his mom and like yes. being terrible and okay again you're supposed to be afraid and feel bad for this scene but prince is like get off of her and like and his dad like pushes him and you're like that adult man just pushed a four-year-old because it, yeah, he just pretty much flew across the room yeah you're like oh is that kid okay? oh that's prince oh i know because like, the dad oh. is not a big man no but he's a great actor He's yeah. been around for years. Yeah, so we just see Prince's family is terrible. And it's like, this movie can't decide how right. much fame Prince has in this universe. Right. Is he like a huge musician? Is he a huge rock star? Because he also rides up on the sidewalk on his motorcycle and everyone's like, woo! Right. But there are other times when the cl- he's doing club shows. And it's the same club. And the club's like, I can only keep three musicians. And now I got four. got to figure out who I'm going to cut. But it's like, if that's Prince, and he has the fame of Prince, because he's like going places and people are like, ooh. It's weird. It, it's a bad film. I Go ahead, he sorry. He hits Apollonia Twice. later. Twice. He hits her. Right. And they don't make him the villain. Right. I noticed that too. I went, oh, 
he hits her. Right. And it's like, well, that's that's who I am because that's where I was raised. And, and that's was, that's what my dad was like. Maybe I need to get over that. And it's like, yeah, or maybe you're a garbage person. And like, okay, she never does anything horrible with Morris. No. She never, like, she gets a little too drunk and he gets a little creepy. Also, he is the worst. Is he a good actor? No. He's the worst actor I've ever seen. He's terrible. He's not funny. He's weird. Like, he does this, like, like this weird laugh and it's just grating and annoying every time he does it it's not funny it's not like creepy like the only emotion i have is like please stop doing that <laughs> like it's not even like oh he's a good actor so it makes me like hate this character like, no i just hate this guy yeah and i i think he was in one more film and that was it um they also do this really weird this is so weird this abbott and costello-esque the passwords what what Okay. Okay. What's the password? No. What's the password? Right. No. What? Like. I know. I was like. This is just Abbott and Costello. Right. This is just Prince saw who's on first and went, I want to do that. Right. Which is also funny because if you do a Michael Jackson voice, it's Uh like, I'm Michael Jackson. And if you do a Prince voice, it's like, I'm Prince. Like it's the same voice, just about two octave different. Yeah. He has a really, he had a really high voice. He had a very, and he was a very little man. I just didn't realize he was that small. With big hair. It was a little, he looked like a little broccoli. (laughs) (laughs) And so Prince's body type is a little broccoli with a little big hair. He kind of does. Or wait, who's the, oh, the asparagus for VeggieTales. (laughs) Prince looks like the asparagus from VeggieTales. Wait, Junior Asparagus? Like the no, little the bo- daddy. Well, actually. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, no, it looks junior. more like the little boy. Yeah. Um, That's, that's funny. <laughs> Wait a minute. I think we're on to something. Uh, and then, okay. Yeah, so Prince is getting weirdly jealous of this woman who's really not doing anything. She's just trying to better her career. Right. But he's like, no, you have to love me and support my career. And she's like, I mean, I'd like a career too. And he's like, shut up. <laughs> I hit you. <laughs> yeah. And, and so then... She's like trying to better her career, and he's like, "All right, time for me to get on stage." You're garbage. I hate you. And she's like, "All right, well, I'm gonna leave." And he's like, "I did it. Where you going, Nikki?" <laughs> you're like, "Oh, you're gross and garbage, and I hate you." Um, and then okay, later he they keep doing these dumb concert club scenes. He goes back to the club and then he does this one song about his dad. He goes, and everyone's like, oh, what's he going to do? He goes, this is dedicated to my dad. And then they get off the stage and go, one song. That's all we did. And they're like high-fiving. Like, we don't need to do more if we killed it after one. And the club owner's like, hey, you did one song. (laughs) What are you doing? They're like, shut up, nerd. And he's like, I could just stop paying you. Right. Like, like they have this weird relationship with this man where he's just like, I don't have to pay you. I don't have to do any of this. And they're like, yes, you do, because I'm Prince. And he's like, in this universe, we're not sure who you are. (laughs) Because you're kind of Prince, but you're also doing club gigs. If I walked into a gig that someone booked me on, and I I was like, hey, you're the club owner, eat my butt. They'd be like, all right, you're not going to work here anymore. Exactly. Exactly. It just this movie isn't good, and I don't get why people. I get why people like it because Prince. Yes, and he's very talented, but this is like the bad version of The Graduate. Like The Graduate is all around good. The music is phenomenal. The story is very compelling. I've never seen it. It's so good. It's it's interesting. It's really interesting. The best shot is the the best thing in that movie is the final scene. 
but it's very good it's very compelling this is just like the music's really good and then they just shove this dumb plot in there that you're like i don't care about any of these characters i don't care about any of this none of this makes any sense there is a very funny scene and i will give it credit i did enjoy this scene where he's like it's kind of weird he's like you gotta cleanse yourself in the water the minute minnetaka yeah because he's from minnesota yeah yeah definitely he says like minnetaka i'm like oh i know where you're from so then she jumps in the lake yes and he's like wait wait but not in like a not in like an actually like loud because he's not a loud man. No. But also not in a Gene Wilder Willy Wonka. No, stop. You know yeah, what I mean? No, he's, he's just like, kinda like, wait. And she jumps in and he's like, That's not like Minnetaka. And he like laughs and he like gets on his motorcycle to drive away. Okay, first of all, don't drive away. But then he comes back. But I was like, right. What's he doing? And then she's all mad. He never said it was Lake Minnetaka. But it was funny though. It was funny. And, like, I enjoyed that. I was like, oh, that's kind of funny. But, like, her reaction is super – she's, like, mad at him. She's like, you're stupid. I hate that. Blah. He's like, I never said. I never encouraged this. Right. You just went for it. You just showed me your donkers. And I was like, cool. And then jumped <laughs> in the water. There you go. Um, Did you want to talk about the puppet? Okay. Okay. We're going to talk about that puppet. Because then I do have something else. There's do. a scene. One – there's one scene, okay, with this unexplained puppet where Prince is sitting there in his chair like, mm, I'm Prince. And his bandmate's like, hey, uh, can we check that song that we wrote out? Like, can we check it out? That would be pretty fun if we checked it out. And he's got this little puppet. And they're like, can we check it out? And this puppet's like, hey, you guys are trash. And it's like, but it's not like a puppet like Kermit where the mouth moves. No, it's like this little like a ping pong ball kind of It's like of thing, a ping right? pong ball on a stick. And it looks like a little. Coming out of a cup. Coming out of a cup. And it's like, you're garbage and we don't need you. But Prince's mouth isn't moving. Right. But it's Prince's voice. Yes. And then they're like, okay, well, that was super immature and rude you could have just told us like hey i don't think we're gonna do it maybe we could work together to write a better song but eat our butts okay cool bye nobody says that in the movie i wish they did they had a so lot then of they, bad language yeah then they leave and also okay we're gonna talk about the bad language real i'll go back to the pub in a sec prince multiple times says bad words yes. okay it's adorable <laughs> <laughs> he's like where are you you mother effer Oh, did you just learn to use a potty word? Do you feel like a big boy? Do you feel so big and strong, little potty boy? Like, you don't sound intimidating. Do you need a lollipop? Yeah, it was. I was. I kind of thought that, too. I was like, oh, oh. you didn't need to say that. No, because you just sound like a doofus. And not in like a, you're like, nobody needs to sound potty words because they sound unintelligent. No, he no, just no. sounds like a little boy. It's like, oh, did anyone hear me say it? Ooh. Should I say it again? Let me say it again. So the puppet. So then later, so those girls leave and they're like, whatever, jerk. So Prince is sitting there alone. Yes. And this puppet pops out. It's like, we don't need them. All you need is me. And then the puppet goes back in and we're like, what's up with that weird puppet? And that's it. That's it. We never saw the weird puppet again. Never see the weird puppet who is controlling Prince. Is he, does Prince think this puppet is his ruler? What's going on with this weird puppet? But here's the thing. I can tell you right now. Here's the behind the scenes. Okay. Okay. All right, Prince, we're about to roll the scene. Uh, What we're going to do is they're going to tell you that they're displeased, that they're not, you're not choosing their music. Uh, And then you are going to explain to them that why you're not choosing their music and that'll better the story. I don't want to do that. I'm sorry. I don't want to do that. 
all right, what would you prefer we do? I want to have a little puppet tell them that I don't want to do the music. Uh, do you want to voice the puppet? Yes, but I don't want it to be apparent that I'm voicing the puppet. And then I want the puppet to tell me that all I need is him. Does the puppet come back later? No. I think that's a terrible idea. Here's $100,000. All right, we're doing the puppet scene. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. It doesn't make any sense. Like, no. there's, there's so many choices in this movie that just don't make sense that 100% feel like Prince was like, I want to do this instead. And they were like, okay. Yeah, we'd have to go back and look because I really do think that he had a lot to do with this. And then, like I said, he made two more films. Yeah. They never did very well, but he the music, it was always the music that did well. Yeah, I mean, the music is good. You can't argue that the music is not good. No, it's it, it truly, when Doves Cries is a jam, like, Let's Go Crazy is a jam. Like, all this music is very good. Prince is a weirdo. Yeah. Uh, did you know that he has a music video where he kills Weird Al Yankovic in it? No. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Weird Al tweeted, he was like, hey, never forget that Prince made this music video where he blows me up with a bomb. Oh, uh, no. And it's this guy with long hair and a mustache and a Hawaiian shirt, and he's like, Bleh! and then Prince gives him a bomb, and it explodes in his face, because Weird Al always wanted to do a Prince parody, and Prince took himself way too seriously to ever allow a parody. Right. Which, like, what would what would a Weird Al Prince parody even sound? Like, Like what, what would he have parodied? When Doves Cry? Or when... Uh- uh, let's go crazy. Let's go raspberry beret. There's a lot of songs that. Oh, raspberry parfait. Right. Because uh, if it's that era, he was doing food songs. So right. raspberry okay. parfait. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I could hear it too. Like you know what I mean? Like that raspberry parfait. Right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I do want to say something about this movie again. Okay. I think this and Hard to Hold are very similar. Yes. Because terrible movie. Mm-hmm. Great music. Yeah. The music's fine. So, but the movie is poopy. So. Yeah. Also, this is kind of weird to me. Prince, the movie's about Prince and his band. Yes. Why do we have like all these other music shots of these other bands we don't care about? I don't know. Like, and that Morse guy's like, here's a new dance I created. It's called Flying or whatever. And everyone looks stupid. <laughs> I know that. Yeah, but that was big. That was really big in the 1980s. The flapping your arms like a doofus? Yeah. I mean, I guess that's just the equivalent of dabbing. Yeah, it's just like, look at this cool thing. And it's like, that's not cool. But it was cool. Yeah. Morris Day. I can't remember. Morris Day. And he had a band was it had a big, long name, but I can't think of what it was called. Morris Day in the time. Why do you think movies like this don't exist anymore? Because they're bad. (laughs) Fair enough. That wraps that up pretty precisely. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Like, there's no like Kanye West, the movie. There's like concert films. Right. But there's no like. I'm Kanye West, and this is a movie about me being Kanye West. But all my friends are, I was going to say Tyrannosaurus, which is not in this film. But right. just like it's just like a weird, oh, yeah, it's a movie starring me, about me. Right. It's, but it's, it's not It's all concert me. films. It's not me. But everyone else is themselves. But I'm not me. But I'm the kid. Not I'm the friends. kid. Yeah. I don't know. <sighs> throw it in the trash. I know. 100% throw it in the trash. This but, isn't a good movie. But keep the soundtrack. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The soundtrack. You hold on to the vinyl. Yes. But it's so cool with him on the motorcycle. I mean, whatever. That doesn't make any sense to me at all. You know that that the logo that he ended up going by, remember when he changed yes. his name? That's on the side of the motorcycle. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. It's also spray painted somewhere else. I was like, oh. oh I didn't know that. Yeah. Because it was later in. I'm going to try and pronounce it. Ready? <laughs> oh, that's good. All right. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, give it up for. <laughs> the artist formerly known as Prince. What a doofus.
Well, because, yeah, I don't know. I would die. Yeah, I bet that's what the doctors were saying. Okay. When they found him. Yes. And I don't know what he passed, what he drugs. died from. Um, oh, I thought it was like a medical, not like drug drugs. I thought he was sick. And I thought the medicines that he was taking counteracted oh, each other. I think it was also drug drugs. I think it was a big old combination of. Oh, I'll have of, to look it up. I don't know. But, but it I, makes me sad. I mean, okay. Imagine you're the you're the person coming to take Prince away, right? And right. a little baby stretcher, okay? Because, you know, big stretcher's probably too big. Um, so I'm joking, but like. Well, no, it's just a regular size stretcher. But also, do you think, like, do you think one person in there, at least one person was like, huh, I would die for you? <laughs> I hope not, but I. But, like, they didn't say anything. But, like, also, like, the people driving driving away with, like, him in the back, like, hey, uh, who do you think he died for? It's like, that's, what are you, what are you talking about? You know, the song. I would die for. We're carrying a man's body in the back of our car. Yeah, and you're it's not funny. Up. That's horrible. It's like when doves cry. Um. <laughs> All right, throw it in the trash. This movie sucked, but the music is great. Music is fine, and the motorcycle's cool. The motorcycle's weird. Yeah, it's... it doesn't make any sense. And it just wait a minute. One last thing: her music career is taken off with Morris Day. Yes, okay? and he and they're kind of drunk and they're getting in his car and he's being a little creepy. Yes, but he's he not being that. overly creepy. Like, right. I'm not sure if he's being creepy or just being '80s creepy. Probably he, '80s. Yeah, you know what I mean. Where it's just like this is fine. Because it doesn't seem incredibly, she's not like being forced. Like she's right. not in, she is not in any danger. Right. Then here comes Prince on his motorcycle, shoving Morris Day into garbage. Not just shoving him, hitting him with his motorcycle into trash. And then being like, come with me. She's like, all right. She wasn't in any danger. Right. Nothing bad was happening. Right. Like they were two consenting adults. She wasn't like, help, help. I was just like, yeah, okay. It wasn't that good. No, this movie sucks. Okay, but the movie that I got to watch... Yeah. ...is The Goonies. Hey, you guys. Yeah. That's from the movie. I have never seen this movie. I cannot believe through. that. I cannot believe that. Okay, so so in your movie, the person... Um, sorry, you're dead, is Prince. Yes. In my movie... It's also Prince, which is weird. No. In my movie, you said it was... Mama was, Fratelli. Yes. But also... Sloth, the actor that played Sloth, has also passed away. He passed away at the age of 39. He was a football player that I actually recognized. His name, I think it was John Matusiak or something mm -hmm. like that. Played for the Raiders. I remember that as a kid or whatever, whenever he did it. But anyway, lots of good cast members in there. Josh Brolin, Martha Plimpton, Corey Feldman, mm -hmm. Sean, no. Aston. Sean Aston. Mm -hmm. Um, let me see. Chunk, Chunk, Data, Data, Martha Plimpton. I said Martha Plimpton. Oh, and then the other girl that I don't know what her name was, but um. So basically, this is the story of this group of kids, and their whole town. It sounds like, like I said, I thought I had seen this movie, but I had not. Did you say it. Josh Brolin? Yes, because okay. I said him first because I know you really like him. Oh, and then. Uh, okay, let me just talk about it. So there's these kids, and it's kind of like the, they're in this area of town that kind of seems like it's in the bad part of town, like the slum part of town, kind mm -hmm. of, or the old, like the boondocks, but they call it the goondocks or something. Yeah. And somebody has come in and kicked them all out and bought it out. Yeah. And it's a... <coughs> 
sorry. Got a little tickle there. <coughs> so it is um, kind of the bad kid's dad. Mm-hmm. And um, so all the people are going to get foreclosed. I have to cough again, honey. I'm sorry. It's fine. <coughs> No, got a bug or something. Anyway. Okay. So they're all going to have to move out. Yes. And they, um, they're trying to pack and then they all go up into the attic and it's, um, Sean Astin mm-hmm. and Josh Brolin are brothers. Yeah. And there's definitely an age difference and they have that brother kind of animosity. Yeah. But, <coughs> Sorry. Josh Brolin always takes care of... Yeah, he always his, takes care of his Mikey. His, yeah, Mikey. No matter what, he always takes care of Mikey. And um, so then Mikey and Mouth, mm-hmm. who is Corey Feldman. Feldman. And who's... It's so funny because at one point, the mom's like, does anyone speak Spanish? Because she hired this woman. And <laughs> Mouth is saying all this terrible stuff. Like the, mo- the mom is going, you know, just this goes in here, this goes in here, this goes in here. Here, you know, and and Corey Feldman is going. The marijuana goes in here. The cocaine goes in here. The heroin goes in here. At first, I was like, okay, he doesn't really speak Spanish. He just knows all the naughty words. Yeah. But then, as the movie goes on, you really do realize he honestly does speak Spanish because <laughs> yeah. there's several times they say to him, "Mouth, what does this say?" And he really does translate it. Yeah. Um. So they all go up in the attic and they find the story of One-Eyed Pete. No. It's a it's a it's a joke. His name is a joke. Oh. One-eyed. Willie. Oh, it's one-eyed Willie. Oh, got it. I didn't get it. So okay, so one-eyed Willie, and um, yeah, I doubt, yeah. And how one-eyed Willie has this magic treasure, this treasure that he's hidden somewhere on the island, mm-hmm. and they want to find it because that will save their town and everything will be good. So the big brother's like, no, there's no such thing. And the other kids are like, no, there's no such thing. But um, Mikey really wants to. Chunk is just like, where are we going? It's time for dinner. I was going to say, there's two great characters that got introduced right after, like right before this. Okay. Data. Data, who's so cute. He does like little um, experiments and he's cute. And he's also the little boy. No time for love, Dr. Jones. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, he's the little boy from Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Mm-hmm. And I think, was that right Short around round. the same time? Yeah. Because Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom was in 1984. This was around then. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, he looked to be about the same age. Yeah. And he I, had, he, I think he's one of those guys that just based on those two movies does not really need to do much. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't he's, know what he's he does set. now anyway. Yeah. Um, And Chunk. Chunk is so cute. And now, as a grown-up, he doesn't sound chunky at all. <laughs> no. No, I mean, when your entire life is, hey, fatso, do the truffle shuffle, I think you probably want to change that. Which is cute, because he wiggles as he's all, come on, guys. Let me in. They're like, do it. Do the truffle shuffle. Like, I'm doing it now. Like, it matters. Shaking (laughs) his little belly. I know. Poor little guy. So, then they start to go on this adventure. Mm -hmm. And they find this restaurant. Mm -hmm. And it's like, wait, there's people in the restaurant. So, then we meet Mama Fratelli. And the two brothers, and they're not nice people, and they know something. The kids know that something is up, and so they're kind of trying to follow them and figure out what's going on. Do you know who they remind me of? And this came out before this other thing, so you're going to be like, oh, yeah, I could see that. 
the Beagle Boys from DuckTales. Yes. And Mama Beagle. Like, yes. it totally gave me, like, I was like, oh, it's like that. Right. So they they are trying to find the treasure, mm-hmm. reading the map, trying to figure things out. Then Mama Fratelli and the boys figure out that the kids are onto something. So then they start following them. But then somehow the kids get caught. But then Chunk is supposed to escape and he flags down a car and it's the Fratellis. So then he gets put in this um, like basement and he's sitting there and there's a man watching TV. And he's like, hello, sir. My name is Lawrence. <laughs> nice to meet you, sir. How you doing, sir? Kind of reminded me of um, Peppermint Patty. And Marcy. Yes. Yeah. Marcy. That's what I was thinking of. Peppermint Patty but Marcy. <laughs> so then Sloth turns around and looks at him. And his eyes are goofy. He's kind of weird looking. Yeah, he's scary of. looking. Yeah, he's like a monster, but maybe not. I mean, he's a person. Yeah. But anyway, and I read something on the Pokeball. Did you read that? No. Where the um, one eyeball was his was John Matusiak's, whatever his name was, eyeball. But the other one was definitely not. Because it was like up higher. Right. So somebody else was controlling the eyeball. That's fun. So they kind of had to like give a signal for him to be looking at the certain way. So it went mm-hmm. together. So I just thought it was it was a great film. So they then some. Baby Ruth. Oh, yeah. So they. Yeah. So he's like, do you want some candy? Because he was hungry. And because they're. Th- so. Let's just be honest. The mom and the two brothers are abusing him. Yeah. He's in a basement chained up. But in like a fun 80s way, not in like a sad way. Uh, It was kind of sad for me. Yes, yes, yes. But it's not like they're like physically going down and like we're watching them punch him. No, 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 no. no. It's not in like a... But even, I mean, they're trying to... Like they're bringing him food and then he doesn't want it or I don't know what happened. He just wants baby Ruth. Right. And no, but I mean, and then at one point, the brother's like throwing it at him. Yeah. So they were... It was not good. I didn't like that part. But so then Sloth and Chunk become Sloth love Chunk. Yeah, it was very cute. They become friends and um, things are happening and, and Sloth realizes that his family is not good. And so then he and he and Chunk are trying to get out and they um, then the, the other boys meet these two girls. The one brother is kind of in love with the girl and there's the other girl. Martha and- Plimpton. Martha Plimpton. Is the other girl. Yes. So then they keep going and there's different things that are happening. They're looking. And One-Eyed Willie always did booby traps. So you had to be careful because there yeah. were lots of things that were flying. It kind of reminded me a little bit of like a um, Indiana Jones kind of adventure yes, film. This, but this to me okay. is the quintessential kids adventure film. Except it's got one major problem. But I don't mean for kids. I mean, what's trying to be replicated now with Stranger Things, with It, right. this is that kind of film that that is now kind of starting to blow up again. Of the Yeah, there's a little bit of language or whatever, but the kids having an adventure, the kids kind of being, in, and not in like, obviously there's some danger. Right. Uh, but not in like, and we're not watching like kids get hurt. Or, you know what I mean? It's not anything gross or weird. It's just kids going on this fun, crazy is- adventure like E.T. or this kind of thing right. where movies nowadays start pe- start a lot of people who are older than me and like, I'm a high school kid. No, you're not. You're 35, Tobey Maguire. Right. But like, this kid's adventure like is fun. Right. And it really was. And there's um, they finally, they go through let's see, there's um, like water slide kind of thing and there's mm-hmm. a big waterfall and then there's all these things that kind of blow up and move and 
Oh, and then at one point, the girl has to play this old organ because they're mm-hmm. so close to One-Eyed Willie. But here come the two brothers and the mom because they have figured they found a... Deb- oh, when they captured Chunk, Junk. he had a doubloon. Okay, so that was the best part. <laughs> when he's, when they said, you better tell us everything. He's like, in second grade, and then in fourth grade. And then they're like all listening to him. And they're like feeling bad for him. And they're giving him like ice cream and stuff. <laughs> yeah, because they just feel bad. They just feel bad. The brothers too. They're they're really feeling bad for him. And then some. Then the doubloon came, and then that was the whole mm-hmm. deal. So, so they're playing. The girl has to play certain chords mm-hmm. to to make the door open. Mm-hmm. And one chord she hits wrong, and one of the boys almost falls. Mm-hmm. And then she hits. Don't okay. Then she does the next one right. And then she has to do it again. And then another boy almost falls. So they they're finally to the point. There's one thing left. Right? I don't remember that. Oh, no, I'm wrong. No, no, no. That's okay. I just don't remember. No, I, mean, I think There I'm was wrong. lots of other... Yeah, yeah, Like, okay, be careful over here. Go be careful over here. Um, and they find the treasure. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, wait a minute. This isn't... Then the, the first time they think, oh, they found the treasure. They found the treasure. No, it wasn't a treasure. They were on the bottom of a wishing well. <laughs> and that's all the money they found. So then they're like, you can't, we can't keep it. It wasn't our wishes. But then as it continues and they're trying and they're trying to go fast, they got to hurry because they have to get home and it's getting late and their parents are going to worry. And the Fratellis are right behind them. Then they find everything. They find the gold. They find the jewels. Mm-hmm. Then the Fratellis. Then there's this big ship. They find one I'd really ship. They find it. Everything is good. And the Fratellis are behind. And the Fratellis make them walk the plank. Mm-hmm. And then Sloth destroys the brothers and the mom. And then my favorite part is when Chunk says, you will come and live with me. So I love Chunk. Yeah, it made, it made me think of Winnie the Pooh and Piglet. When, <laughs> Winnie the Pooh and Piglet? Because one, when Piglet loses his house mm-hmm. and he goes, where will I? What will I? And then Winnie the Pooh goes, you will live with me. We never got a Goonies too. No, which I think is okay. I think this is a great one that we should. So basically in the end all is well. They have jewels. Everything is good. They win. They keep their houses. They stay together. The Cindy Lauper song plays. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a great film. I'm a little bit sad about this film mm-hmm. because of the language. I would love to show this to the two boys that I take care of ages nine and five. Mm-hmm. I cannot show this to them because of the language. Yeah, that's fair. I cannot. They're not my children and I cannot. But I think this is a fun film. Couple things about this movie that Tell me, are kind of I don't unrelated. know that much about it. Uh recently, this is I say recently, within the last couple of years, Josh Brolin and his wife yes. went to an eighties themed party. I, I remember that. Uh, and his wife, he was like, I don't know what to do for an 80s themed party. And his wife was like, I got it. And she's a little bit younger. Uh, he dressed up as himself from the Goonies. That's so funny. Which is, I, was not hard. It's just sweats and like a headband. Right. But it's kind of funny to be like, okay, like, cool. Good for you. I remember when you sent me that picture. Yeah. He's himself. Um, <laughs> at the end, do you remember what data says when they're talking about all the crazy adventures? No. When they're saying, oh, we did this to their oh, parents. the octopus. He said, yes. we, we fought a big octopus. They didn't fight a big there octopus. There was no big octopus. So the, so the octopus is this kind of fabled deleted scene from this movie that a bunch of people were like, what octopus is he talking about? And then it aired on TV 
with the octopus scene fully intact and for some reason that was the only place to see the octopus scene is if it rare aired in syndication on television you could see the octopus scene and no one was like wait how the octopus scene get back in there and then it was cut again from all home releases but now it's on like the special edition blu-rays so the octopus scene was intended to attack stefan mouth in the lagoon that the inferno is housed by a quick-thinking data swims down and plants a cassette player into the creature's mouth. The octopus swallows the device and break dances away to the tune of Goon Squad's Eight Arms to Hold You. The sequence was cut from the final product of the Goonies, only included in syndicated viewings of the movie on television, and as a DVD extra and subsequent re-releases of the movie. Huh. So there's this whole sequence with this octopus. That we missed. We just missed. They never put it back in. I think there might be some fan edits that have it back in there. But it's just kind of like a fun, like weird, like why did they cut that? And why didn't they cut Data's line about that? Because it just seems like he's lying. Right. Because totally there's did, no octopus. I was like, what are you talking about? Um, the person who bought the Goonies house, what do you think they did with it? Tore it down. Nope. Even worse. Fenced it all off and put no pictures. And made sure that people and like tarped up most of it so people couldn't see. Oh, that's kind of why sad. buy that home if you're just gonna be dumb about it. Like you, you need to buy it knowing what's gonna happen. Right. Like you know the cultural impact is gonna. People are gonna want to come see this home. Right. Don't be annoying about it. Like, what's the point? Yeah, maybe they didn't. Nah, I don't know. But like, you don't accidentally buy that house. Right. Exactly. You don't buy that house just because it has a great view. You know about that house. Like, right. if you look at if you're buying a home and you look into it, you Google the up. address. The Goonies is gonna come up. You're gonna right. know that. Like, like, oh wow, what do you know? I bought the house from a movie. Like, they're the real estate agent is gonna tell you. Absolutely. Um. So this is a good one. This is a buy it. Really? Yes, I loved it. I really enjoyed it. It was really fun. It was a little long, but I thought you it was You know what good. I love? What? Showing you movies from the 80s that you've never seen before. Which is so weird because how come I didn't see it? How come you didn't see this? How come you didn't see Princess Bride? You know what I mean? Like right. it's two movies that you, like you I love Princess what? Bride now. I do. And in fact, I'm going to a quote along Ugh, in a couple weeks. the worst thing I hate about Princess Bride. No, it's funny. It'll be fun. Um... The one thing, and why didn't I see Purple Rain? Well, I know why I didn't see Purple Rain because I was 18 and I can't see that movie. Mm -hmm. I was 17, I think, at the time. But anyway, so yeah, this is a buy it. I love it. I thought it was so fun. Um, it's really enjoyable. I just wish that we didn't have to have the language. Yeah, well, it is also that era. Right. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I had to yawn. Um, absolutely. Okay, should I do our spiel? Yep. Okay. We have a Twitter. KTMA Show on Twitter. We have a Facebook. Kid Tested Mother Approved on Facebook. We have a Discord. Link is in the description. We have, a, uh, if you want to buy some really cool merchandise, I looked at it the other day. T Public. T E Public. Public. Uh, we have a Patreon if you'd like to sponsor our baby little podcast. We'd really appreciate that. And do we have any emails this week? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. Well, that's all right. So we're moving on. What are you buying, watching, selling? I saw a fantastic film. Yeah, what was it? It was called Fighting With My Family. Okay. Or Fighting With The Family or something like that. Sure. So, first of all, I was excited to watch it because it's about, do you know what it's about, Ruben? Uh, I believe it's about a family and they are upset with each other, so they fight. Nope. And The Rock is there. Okay. So basically, and what, what's interesting is it says, based on a true story, so mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, it's about this wrestling family in England, and they own 
like a very small wrestling circuit in England. Right. The dad wrestles, the mom wrestles, the little boy wrestles. He's a little bit older. Yeah, you say little boy, he's a teenager. Yeah. Oh, have you seen it? No, but I mean, I know the story and I know the, I know the, uh, I actually know something about it you might not know. I probably might not. And then, so the girl, she doesn't want to wrestle, but then the dad's doing like an under 18 thing. And you know who the dad is? No, who is the dad? That's Nick Frost. And where would I know him from? Shaun of the Dead. Got it. I've never, have I seen Shaun of the Dead? We yeah, started think... watching it and then you were like, ooh. Then you're no, I was like, I have stuff to do. I just can't sit here. Mm-hmm. Um. So anyway, so then the dad's like, come on, I need someone. And the brother's like, I tell you what, I'll dress up like a girl and I'll wrestle you. And she's like, okay. Well, then she loves it. She thinks it's really fun. And then as they, they get older, she's 18. He's probably 21 or 22. He's a little bit older than her. Mm-hmm. Uh, the WWE is coming to England and they're yes. doing tryouts. Yes. And so they try out. And the person who is the trainer or, you know, saying, yes, you're good, no, yes, no, is Vince Vaughn. Yes. And I've always kind of liked him. Yeah. He's kind of gross in some things, but that's because he's a good actor, in my opinion. Yeah. So, anyway. So then the brother, you know what, I don't, because it's a new film, I'm not going to tell all about it. Sure, that's fine. Let me just say that it really and truly is, as I'm watching it, I'm going, what? This is based on a true story because- Paige. I, Paige. I watched that, okay, you know this because you've grown up with me. Mm-hmm. I love wrestling. Wrestling's the best. I absolutely love wrestling. I don't watch it as much as I used to, hardly ever now. Mm-hmm. Watched it basically when I went to college, 1984, up until probably 90, probably 2000. I do not have the physical capabilities to do professional wrestling. Right. But man, would I love to just be in at least just one stupid amateur wrestling match. You know what I mean? Just as like the, oh, look at this big dumb doofus who comes in and thinks, and then I just get whooped. Because that, to me, seems like so much fun. Right. It could be. Like, it could you, be, but you could get hurt. Oh, yeah. Do I wouldn't want to, I wouldn't want them to be like, all right, Ruben, you're going to go through a table. Right. Like, no, I I, I love that. That Just the dumb, the dumb violence of it. Because it's not gory, obviously. No. Uh, but I just love it. I love it. Yeah. It's a glorified stunt show. So, and this movie is good. So, I yeah. think you, you know what? We saw it on Redbox. Totally worth it. You know who ran, who wrote it? No. Stephen Merchant. The tall British guy who usually does like funny comedies. Oh, and he's like usually paired with like Ricky Gervais. Like they're they're like they do a well, lot of work a great together. Film. Yeah, I, and we laughed out loud. Uh, I sat with your dad in the living room because we red boxed it. I thought it was fantastic. The Rock plays the Rock, doesn't he? Yeah, and so that's the whole story is he meets them and then they're like we're trying out and it's just you know what I I totally started talking about it and then I realized wait a minute it's a brand new film you guys need to see this because does he do any The Rock isms? Yes, you, you know what, Ruben? We saved it for you to watch it because you oh, really? would love it. It's but it's, it doesn't I had, matter. I had oh to, yes, yes. I yes. had to take it back because it was a red box, but yeah. you, so worth a dollar seventy five. Oh, you'll love it. Your I, dad laughed okay. out loud like three times. I do not like The Rock as an actor. I do not think Dwayne Johnson is good. Okay, The Rock as a character You'd is one of this, the best trash talking. Like he's one of the best professional wrestling characters of right. all time. Like. I don't think I can explain that enough that I do not like Dwayne Johnson. Right. 
I love The Rock. Well, and he talks about that too. Yeah, like so, yeah. Dwayne so, Johnson is not believable as a scientist. He's not believable as this, that, or right. the other thing. But it's but really, the rock of just a, it doesn't matter what. Right, da, 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 it's da, so da. good. So check it out. It's called Fighting with My Family or Fighting yeah. with the Family or something like that. So good. Red box. So worth it. Cool. So but, you so you say watch it. Oh, I would say I have to tell you this. I'm Full gonna price. buy it. Oh really? And I would watch it repeatedly. Oh wow. So yeah, and and there's a little bit of real wrestlers in there, but not a lot. Besides the Rock. Yeah, uh, a little bit. But um, it's just like I said, I was. Going, I'm a name a wrestler, and you tell me if they're in this movie. Uh, no, there's Andre not. the Giant. No. Uh, Owen Hart. No, he uh, passed away. Uh, Roddy Roddy Piper. They're all dead. I don't want to talk about the dead ones anymore. That's sad. Mick Foley. No, no, I think it's just the Rock and maybe a little bit of other stuff. But minor guys. Yeah, but I, I don't really remember. Is Paige in it? You, they don't even do like a here's her now thing. Oh, at the at the end. That's what I mean. Like, yeah, that's because I'm like, oh, but they've seen this. They do do that a lot where they do, if it's a biopic, the person what? What did you say? They do do. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. They I, do do. They do do that makes me laugh every time. <laughs> they do that a lot. There you go. Where uh. You know, somebody like in the uh, what's that movie with the one that I loved about the room, the disaster artist. Yeah. Where it's a movie about Tommy Wiseau. Right. James Franco's playing Tommy Wiseau at like the the thing or whatever. And this guy comes up and goes, you are a pretty good movie maker. And it's Tommy Wiseau talking to himself. And James Franco's like, oh, thank you. I make good movies. Like it's right. it's just a stupid little. Oh, there he is. Not, yeah. So this is good. I mm-hmm. really, really liked it. You, you got to see it. So yeah. okay, are you watching anything? No. We didn't really watch. We didn't watch Twilight. We didn't this watch Twilight on this week. We're we're back. We're we're behind, behind a little bit, but that's okay. We'll do two next week. All right. Wait. What? Wait a minute. What? I did not watch anything. Okay. But I went somewhere. Where did you go? Now this is funny. After the episode that we just did. Okay. Because it had Peggy Sue got married. Yes. Which was directed by. Francis Ford Coppola. So I went to his winery. Where's his winery? Up in... Geyserville. Oh. He has four wineries. I didn't know that. And this is Francis Ford Coppola winery. And here's the thing. is I asked the guy who was there, I go, I'm sure you guys get this question all the time. How often does he really come up here? Because you know what I mean? Because it's like somebody's like, "Uh, I'm Keanu Reeves and I bought Twinkies and now they're called Keanu Twinkies and... And they're mine now. And, and then that, you go to the Twinkie factory. And like, he ever come here? And they're like, who? And you're like, oh, yeah, that's what I thought. No, he's very involved with the – He it's more like he really does run it than he owns it. Wow. Like he's very involved. He shows up to events. He come, he The tour guide is like, he comes once, maybe twice a month. Wow. Like so he really does try and make it out there a lot. That's great. I guess How they cool had some event where it was like the scavenger hunt. And this team was like, all right, here's our team. And Francis, who's Francis? Like, that'd be funny. Like, <laughs> and he's like, hey, you guys on my team? And they're like, uh. So he just did the scavenger hunt with people because he heard that the winery was doing a scavenger hunt and he wanted to be a part of it. Wow. So he knew he knew no answers. He didn't know anything. Right. He was just playing the scavenger hunt with this team of people. Wow. So he just shows up, like, very involved, loves that people love the winery, uh, made it, like, kind of a family-friendly establishment. So there's a pool and like a fun little, there's little teepees for kids with books and stuff to read in there. Oh, how cute. Like, like he wants people to be able to bring their whole families because it's kind of out in the middle of nowhere and, and he wants it to be an enjoyable thing. Really awesome. Uh, 
there's a winery, which is cool. I'm not a big wine guy, but whatever. You're a big whiner. I'm a big whiner. Wah, wah, wah. I whine about movies. <laughs> um, and then what, what I sent you is you didn't know where I was going. No. Which is funny because uh, I sent you a, all I sent you is, excuse me, I'm looking for something. And then I sent you a display of the Dracula stuff. And I just said, no. And then I sent you a display of the Apocalypse Now stuff. And I said, nope, not that. And then I sent you all the Oscars and awards Francis Ford Coppola has won. Right. And I went, nope, 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 not those either. And then they have DVDs, okay, DVDs for sale of all the Coppola's movies and movies that inspired the Coppola's. Okay. And I just sent you a picture of me holding Peggy Sue Got Married and going, perfect, thank you. Yep, exactly. Nothing else in there for Peggy Sue Got Married. No. Just the movie. Yep. And Whitney was like, are you sure you can buy those? And I'm like, yeah, they're just out and they're sealed. It's right. not like just DVDs just chilling. Right. Um, they had a lot of cool stuff. They had the desk from the the Godfather. Nice. And the chair. They had, I mean, like I said. Could all you the, sit on it? No. It's like a rope? There was like a don't touch this. Oh. So I touched it. <gasps> I just wanted to touch it. Did went, you just like one little finger pull? I was just walking and went, oops. Um, but you could touch the desk and there was the chair. I mean, the chair was definitely like old. Um, right. They had the car from the Tucker. And this car's valued at $10 million. Oh, because wow. there's like this, that, and the other thing. And I was like, Jeff Bridges sat in that car. That's right. Um, yeah, I mean, lots of cool movie stuff. It's really fun. Like, uh, on the way back, we went to Russian River Brewery. There's a lot of breweries and wineries out there. So if, like, you like that kind of stuff, it's a cool thing. Um, Excellent. But, no, it was really fun to me to go to the Francis Ford Coppola Winery and just see all this. I mean, I love movie history. Right. I'll go to any film museum, anything that's got props or, or, or sets. I love that. I love to be a part of, like, to see it, to feel like I'm in a movie. I love that. Right. And this sounds like a weird tangent, but that's why I'm excited for Star Wars Galaxy's Edge to open. Because they just released a picture of all of the cast members that will be working in Star Wars Galaxy's Edge on day one. And I'm going to show you this picture right now, okay? Okay. And you can, and we might put this online or something, but um, let me see if I can pull it up here. This is the picture. And you can see it just looks like little dots. Wow. That's everyone that'll be working on Galaxy's Edge Day 1. And what you can see, too, is there are people that are not just wearing, like, there are people wearing costume costumes. Right. Like, they look like they're in the movie. Um, and, I mean, look at that. That's that's not fake. That Millennium Falcon is there. That is that so is cool. a, That is the that is a life-size Millennium Falcon. That's cool. That you can just look at. I mean, it's roped off, but, like. That's cool. That's pretty cool that you can just see that. Like, right. Uh, it's, I can't wait for that. I'm going to Disney World in Florida in October. Okay. And we'll, I mean, I can't wait for that. Um, yeah, that's, so my buddy texted me, opening cast member crew, the scale of the people shows you just how massive it is. I mean, this thing is huge. That's cool. And you know, it's funny. That's just the workers on that section of the park. Wow. I want to see like a comparison picture. Right. You know what I mean? Show me all the Tomorrowlands. Show me, because I... Because that seems like a lot of people. Right. But also, is it? You know what I mean? Like, right. is it a lot of people? Because how many people work in Fantasyland? Exactly. Probably a lot more than we think. Right. Like, how many people work in Tomorrowland? Probably a lot more than we think. Like, because you got all the, the store people, all the ride people, all this. The all food that, people. The food people. The cleaning up the garbage people. Yes. But then also, Galaxy's Edge is going to have cast members just walking around in costume. They're not like stop and like pose for picture people, but they're making you feel more immersed in the world. Nice. So they're like, like there could be a person that like sees you on your Star Wars app 
and is like, the secret password from the rebels is bananas. And you're like, okay, thanks. And then like some stormtroopers will run up to him and be like, did you just accept a password? Come with us. Like, like it puts you in this world. Right. Oh, that's um, cool. I'm into it. I love it. I can't wait. It'll be good. Yeah. Hopefully I'm going to see it in October. Like it's the one thing that like maybe we'll get to see. Right. Uh, it's like, you're going to have to real shot in the dark with seeing that. If we can, cool. If not, no worries. But right. All right. So anything That's else? That's it. Bye, everybody. No. Next week, next week. We have to do the next week's theme. What's the next week's theme? The next week's theme is, how did you get in this movie? How'd you get in this movie? And so it's basically um, someone who's not an actor. Yes. Who's in a movie. Yes. Okay, I'll go first. Okay. And then we'll we'll decide if you deserve a good movie or a bad movie. Okay. And apparently, I'm not allowed to choose Shaquille O'Neal anymore, which is not fair. No, because we already chose him. You can't double choose. That's not fair. It is fair. Okay. There's so many other people. 2011, 2018. What? No, sorry. 2011, 2015. 2011. Okay, so here's what you didn't pick. Here's what I didn't pick. You didn't pick Creed because Michael Buffer is in that film. Okay, that's fair. Okay. That's that's fair. Uh, can I tell you that I totally thought about giving you any Marvel film? Because Stanley is not sure that a would film work. act is right. not a film actor. Right, that would be okay. But you picked. Oh boy, here we go. Two thousand and eleven. Okay. You picked the Chaperones, starring Hunter Hearst Helmsley. No, I picked the other one. No, so you'll be watching The Chaperone starring Hunter Hearst Helmsley. He's a wrestler if you guys don't know who he is. He's Triple H. He's Triple H. You're making me watch the Triple H movie. Yes, I am. All right. Well, that's the game we're going to play. No, I wanted to see it anyway. I think it's stupid, but I want to see it. Okay. You ready? Yes. Oh, I just lost it. Can hey, I get choices or now I made you mad? Um, I get no choice. Well, maybe. Okay. Okay. But don't... don't don't on purpose pick bad films because I'm not. You get on 1995. Okay. Or 1996. Okay. Or 2001. Okay. 1995. You want to know what you didn't pick? Yes. You did not pick, and don't worry, it's coming back. Okay. You did not pick Michael Jordan and Space Jam. I know. I almost used Space Jam too. You also did not pick Mariah Carey in Glitter. Okay. You did pick 1995. Which is? Stan Lee. Okay. In Mallrats. Oh, I don't. Oh, yeah. I think I've seen that. So maybe not. I don't know. Well, you that sounds good. will hate it. Oh, good. It's Kevin Smith. Oh, bad word, bad word, bad word. Bad word, bad word, bad word. Great. Um, Fantastic. With your, but your friend, Jason Lee. I do like him. Yes. Uh, and I think I said, yeah, 1995. That's when you picked, right? Yeah. Okay. Yes. So I'm watching Mallrats and you're watching The Chaperone. One of these movies is good. <laughs> Maybe. No, it, it's a, it is a good film. Uh, it's very 90s. And okay. you're making me watch a movie with Hunter Hearst Helmsley, which sounds like it's just going to be the pacifier, but cheaper. I think it's he plays a dad on a field trip. Oh, my gosh. On a bus. <laughs> this movie better be like not terrible it's pretty and it's fun you i think it 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 fits for the theme i guess it does all right well all right guys. wait a minute what? no what no you can't give me that movie why because you gave me surfs up too oh. and triple h is in that movie 
Okay, so the- Yes, yes, in your face, I win. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. So what I was looking for is I actually have different ones, but I can't find my phone. I win. You're right, I you're right. Win. So no chaperone for you. Yes. But I can't remember my dates. Okay. So, um- Just hit me with one. The first one to come in your brain, hit me with that movie. Okay. You. I don't know the date. That's fine. You're watching Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome with Tina Turner. I win. That's dope. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yes. The other one, do you know what I was going to have you watch? But I thought you might be like, no, that doesn't really count. What? Hook. Yeah. Phil Collins is a policeman in that one counts. scene. Phil Collins yeah. is a if, that, Yeah. It counts with, I, you know, with Stan, you got Stan Lee. You know what I mean? Like, okay. Um, Phil, a cameo counts. Okay. Because Bruce, Spring, Bruce Springsteen, didn't that happen in one? Yeah. One, in one of the movies. Yeah. It was like a musician or something that we did. Um. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, good for you. You caught me. That was good. Yes, I'm not watching the Chaperone. I'm watching Thunderdome. Yeah, baby. Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. Yes. With Tina Turner. So, Mall Rats. Well, that's going to be an easy episode to name. Mall Rats and Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. There you go. It's going to be called Mall Max. I like it. I'm so excited that I don't have to watch the Chaperone. I get to watch a good movie. Yep. No, that's good. You caught me on it. That was fine. Because I caught you last week, so you get to caught this week. So, I'm happy. All right. Now, can we say goodbye? All right. Bye. Bye.